Welcome to the podcast, How to Market You and Your Business by Paul G. Walmsley. This podcast helps entrepreneurs and network marketing professionals create and market their brand so they attract customers and top quality people to their business. Each episode is jam-packed with real-life, battle-tested, cutting-edge marketing tips and strategies. So let's dive right in. Here's Paul. Hello, this is Paul Walmsley and welcome to my podcast, How to Market You and Your Business. As always, I'm sat in my apartment here in Beverly Hills, California, and today's guest is Landon Stewart, who's in the wonderful state of Illinois, correct? Yep, that's correct, brother. All right, Landon. Well, thanks very much. I was just looking into your background a little bit. Obviously, we're Facebook friends, and I noticed that you were born and raised for the first part of your life in Champaign, Illinois. Yeah, that's correct. All right. Well, I had some good times there. I was a junior at the University of Illinois in Champaign from 1988-89. Really? Uh, Small world. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I lived in farmhouse fraternity. And uh, played for the U of I soccer team. That was the uh, the year that they had the final four with Kenny Battle and Marcus Liberty and Nick Anderson and Kendall Gill. Unbelievable yep. year. Unbelievable year, I'm sure. Well, you probably weren't even born then. but I was uh, born in 1990, <laughs> the year after. My parents <laughs> loved that. My parents were all about that team. I'm sure. Unbelievable year. Yeah, I was about three when I was there. So, uh, you know, it's kind of good times. All right, Landon. So I just want to introduce you and let people know a bit about you. Then, of course, I'm going to turn it over to yourself. I kind of met Landon online through a joint venture or joint team that we're on in the world of internet marketing and listened in one night to a three and a half hour training from Landon and Brent. And you can maybe mention Brent a little bit at some point. And the training was on Facebook marketing. And for those of you that already know a little bit about me, that's kind of an obsession of mine because it's such a huge opportunity, and Landon really just knocked it out of the park with with all the training. So I I wrote page after page after page of notes. So uh, Landon's maybe share a little bit about that with us tonight. But Landon, do you want to just tell our our listeners who you are, what you're all about, and we'll go for it from now on. We'll go. Of course, brother. Yeah, thank you. Number one, thank you so much for having me with you tonight. it's, It's an honor to be on here with you. And again, my name is Landon Stewart. I am 24 years old, and I help network marketers, affiliate marketers, info product marketers, coaches, consultants generate more leads, sales, and customers for their business using the internet. That's really what I do, brother. All right, wonderful. So we got lots of great things to cover tonight. So as you know, I'm obsessed with this marketing formula that I picked up from Mike Koenig's San Diego at a Make Market launch event. And for anyone who hasn't heard it so far, it's a simple formula that we use to put across very succinctly, very, very powerfully what we do. So the formula is very simple. It is I or we, if you're a team, help X do or achieve Y even if Z. Now, I've already made it complicated, so make it. let's make it simple. I help X do Y even if Z. So X is your target customer, your avatar, your niche. Do Y is what you help them do. And even if Z is the usual kind of objections or roadblocks they throw up, such as I don't have the experience, I don't have the time, I don't have the money, I don't have the expertise. So again, my simple example is always I help Soccer moms earn an extra five hundred to a thousand dollars a month, even if they only have five hours a week available. So that's an easy example, and I'm going to turn it over to Landon to see what he's got. 
Yeah. Thank you, brother. Yeah. So, you know, I got started in my first business when I was 18, which I, I, I come from the network marketing kind of world. So I got started in this business and I remember being like so excited. You know, it's like the first time you're exposed to something a little bit different. I come from a family where college is the norm. Having a job eight to five is kind of the norm. And so when I saw this like totally different world, I remember feeling like the hair on the back of my neck stand up and I'm like, I'm going to get so rich inside of network marketing. And then the next four years were awful. You know what I mean? Or three, four years were just awful. I'm, I'm doing everything everyone's telling me to do. I started off, you know, with my magic 100. So I'm writing down a list of 100 people I know. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but none of them joined. And I was called a moron probably four or five times. And then, you know, then I got on the internet and I was, I was the normal internet newbie spending thousands on everything, buying up all the courses, buying up traffic, doing all this stuff. Nothing's working for me. And, you know, and it was just awful. And then coming from that, and I'll get into maybe a bit more of that and some of that here in a sec, but, you know, going from that to, you know, I've now created a six figure business from home over the last couple of months, I've launched my first products, which are now over one product over 33 thousand in revenue, one over fifty thousand in revenue in just the past sixty days or so. Wow. You know, which is a total like it's a it's a total mind number in comparison to where I started. And you know, and when I got started, it was just sort of to make like a thousand a month or two thousand a month so that I wouldn't have to have a job. You know what I mean? Right. So that I could just kind of do what I want. And now to become an entrepreneur and some of the things, you know, that I've learned, I think the biggest thing I've learned along the journey of struggle and then now success is consistency. And, and I know everyone listening right now is like, seriously, Landon, you're going to drop consistency. I've heard that before, you know, like give me the real secrets. But the truth is, to me, consistency is the secret. You know, whenever I look back at the years of struggle and it's like, why did why was I struggling so bad? And I look at that time and the real reason that it was looking back on it was I was always jumping to new things so fast. I would jump from business to business, you know, like a lot of people do. It was like the opportunity hopper. So I'd hop from thing to thing. I would hop from strategy to strategy. So it's like I would do Facebook ads for two weeks. Well, I'm not getting the results. I went from Facebook ads. Let me go try Twitter. Well, that ain't working. Let me blog for a little bit and see if that'll work. Well, that ain't working either. Let me do something else. And it was this constant relearning. See, I, I have this belief on the internet that if you will give some sort of a strategy, you know, 90 solid days of work, whatever it is, if it's Facebook ads, YouTube ads, YouTube, whatever, you know, just a marketing strategy for your business, whatever you're promoting, if you'll give it 90 days of hard work, then you can get almost anything on the internet working for you. But the problem is when you jump from thing to thing, the 90 days resets itself. So when I jumped from one business to another, I was starting at zero days again. And then 30 days into that 90 days, I would hop into a different strategy and the 90 days would reset itself again. And so it's like if I look back at the four years that I struggled inside my business doing all this stuff and nothing working, and it's because I would have to reset every 30 days. I reset myself 100 times. And then, you know, I got to the point in it was March of 2013 was kind of like the point where I was 
in about $20,000 in credit card debt as like a 22 year old kid, which is like a scary thing. You know, it's like no job. I had been fired from every job I'd ever had. And you look at that and you get a little bit scared. But, you know, I had like a few hundred dollars in the bank and I was broke. And I looked at that and it's like I had a real decision to make in March of 2013. Do I want to do this or do I want to go get a job and just be normal like everyone wants to me to be? And so I got to kind of that point. And then I decided to do it. I decided to give it my all. And I picked a strategy, which happened to be Facebook ads. I said, I am going to become a master of Facebook ads, which is a, a massive tip as an Internet marketer. You have to master skill sets. A lot of people don't really understand where money's come from, which is part of the problem with our educational system. I'm not going to get into that too much, but people don't understand that the money you create in your life is a byproduct. It's a byproduct of your skill sets and the value that you provide a marketplace. And so if you want to create an income, whether it's, you know, 500 a month so that you can, you know, buy your groceries or 10,000 a month so that you can quit your job and travel, whatever your goal is, it doesn't really matter. You, You have to learn to develop skills sets. And so I chose Facebook ads. And within about 60 days of that day, I was full time doing well over, you know, 10,000 a month and really changed my life. Wow. Okay. So that's a a great story there because it's, you know, we've all done that. When the the company that Landon and I were involved with, we kind of, and again, not Landon because he's had this experience, but a lot of us joined the company and we did exactly what he just said. We all joined and said, okay, well, we're going to blog and then we're going to try Facebook ads and we're going to do YouTube and we're going to do solo ads and all this crazy stuff. And he's right. None of us stuck to a 90 day plan for one of those techniques. So yes, we were always resetting And this went on for about six to nine months. And then we all of a sudden, a lot of us realized, what the heck are we doing here? You know, we just need to go back to basics and pick one of these techniques. And obviously, Landon picked Facebook ads. Okay, Landon, so people are listening to this and they see Facebook ads and they're on Facebook all day long. And yes, a lot of people who are listening to us will have tried some ads, put 10 bucks in an ad and expected it to work and be able to retire because of it. What would you say is your biggest success story and associated lesson regarding using Facebook ads? Totally, brother. Totally. So Facebook ads, just a little bit of background story. So when I first got started in my first business, this was back in 2010, my first internet like kind of business, I reached out to my sponsor in that business who I'd never met before. I just joined him in an internet system. And I said, you know, people are talking and this was back in the days of Google AdWords, which Google AdWords has now banned internet marketers and it's, and it's not a thing, but it was a big thing back in 2010. And I asked him, I was like, you know, everyone's crushing on AdWords. What do I need to do? You know, how can I get on AdWords? And he was, and I will never forget this. He was like, I wouldn't do paid advertising. He said paid advertising is a fast way to lose money. And so for like three years, I have this like belief that paid advertising is a fast way to lose money. You know what I mean? And this like held me back. And obviously paid advertising ended up being my big breakthrough. And so number one, with any sort of advertising, I think this is the biggest mistake I see people make. And the biggest thing you need to do, and that is to get super, super clear with who your customer avatar is. And let me explain what I mean by that. So whenever you're doing any sort of marketing, there are people who are likely to buy 
what you're selling and people who aren't likely to buy it. So an example, if we want to use a network marketing example, and some of you listening right now, you might not be in network marketing, but you can listen to the example and apply it to whatever you're in. So you look at network marketing as an example. And if you're trying to sell a network marketing business to someone who has a job that they love, gets to travel the world already, gets to see their family whenever they want, you know, and they're just happy doing what they are doing, are they likely to join you in your network marketing business? Well, the answer is no, right? They aren't likely to join you. And so we want to decipher between who are the people who aren't likely to buy and who are the people who are likely to buy And then how can we put our ads in front of those people? Number one is how can we target those people, which Facebook gives you the ability to do, which is what makes Facebook like one of the most powerful ad platforms on the planet is you can target people. Like let's say you're you're selling a weight loss program, like a workout program. Well, on Facebook, you can target people who do P90X. You know what I mean? Like if they do P90X right now, that means there's someone who's into working out from home, like the Objections that some people might have, which is uh, I don't want to work out, or I would rather go to the gym, or whatever the like the base objections are, they're not going to have them. Like those barriers have already been lifted because they're already working out from home, and you can sell to those people. Like that's a really powerful ability. Right. So number one is how do you target those people? Is you can do that on Facebook, and then number two is deciphering the language that they speak and then speaking their same language. So let me give you one example of this and then I'll give it back to you, Paul. So one example of this would be if you look at two different industries, let's look at two different industries that are similar. You look at a network marketing industry and an affiliate marketing industry. Now, both of these people are actually similar. They both want to make money. They both want to travel the world. There are things that are similar about them, but they're actually different. A lot of times network marketers, what do they want? Well, they they want to be able to enroll reps into a business. What do affiliate marketers want? Well, they want to sell a product. What do network marketers want to learn how to do? You know, how to close on the phone, the best prospecting techniques. What do affiliate marketers want to learn how to do? They want to learn how to optimize sales funnels. And so if you speak to these two groups of people the same, right? So you have a product and you want to go and place a Facebook ad for it, and you're going to target a certain group on Facebook. You're going to target people who are into P90X or people who are into a certain thing that are likely to buy your product. The biggest thing is really tapping into their mind and asking yourself, you know, what are the problems these people face? What do they want? When they did what they want, how are they going to feel? And so you can tap into the core emotions and the avatar of your person. And when you can write to that person, like I teach a lot of people copywriting and things like that, but really what copywriting and marketing on the internet is, is just talking to a person in their language. Does that make sense to you, Paul? It does, and and I don't know who the famous person is, but we'll maybe I'll dig it up somehow. But the the saying is, you need to enter a conversation that your prospects already having in their mind. Yeah, that's beautiful, bro. So using their language, so that the headline, the copy underneath, the image, all those things are huge. And one tip that I would give to people listening regarding Facebook ads is. There's no way on earth that you're going to put together, the first time you put together an ad, there's no way on earth you're going to get it right. Not a chance. So you've basically got to understand that you've got to do, you know, there's a whole series of ads and you've got to test. So you try different images, you try different headlines, you try different calls to action, different copy. 
And you just need to keep testing and trying and investing, even if it's only five bucks a time, just to see which works. And then you'll eventually start finding a winner or a couple of winners, and that's when you can scale up. But I think most people who are new to Facebook marketing, they see this little, you know, boost post or, you know, do you want to buy an ad kind of thing? And you kind of dabble in it and you blow 50 bucks on ads and they don't work. So as Landon said, you move on to the next shiny object. So what my suggestion will be is if you decide that you think Facebook's the way to go, you've got to work with someone like Landon that's going to cut out a lot of the angst and the frustration and the wasted money. He's going to help you significantly so that you can save time, save money and get the results you're looking for. That's that's what you can do for people. Correct, Landon? Yeah, that's right. That's right. And, and what you just touched on is like is a massive, massive point. And I want to reiterate it because it's important. Whenever I first start working with a new client, I'll always use the expression, you know, that like the internet lifestyle, it looks sort of glamorous and things like, because we're making money while we're on beaches, we're going to these events, we're sort of living like rock stars in, in a weird sort of way. So it looks sort of glamorous. But then I say, what creates that, right? Like what creates us going to a beach and making money? What creates us being able to go to the events and live like rock stars is this right here. And I'll take them inside my Facebook account and I'll show them the split test that I have going, which is five of the exact same ads with different images for every single one. Because just like Paul said, you know, my first ad doesn't work, right? The business really comes down to sort of the mundane testing, tweaking, optimizing. And if you pick Facebook ads, just like he said, don't drop 50 bucks and be like, well, it doesn't work because it works. There are people doing seven figures plus a year through Facebook ads. They work. You can make it work for you. You just have to decide to master and focus on the skill set. Wonderfully said, Paul. All right. Thank you. Cheers. Okay. So let's go on to the next part of the interview where we talk about a setback now we don't talk about failures or things that go wrong they're just simply you know setbacks or lessons to be learned or the cost of tuition is what i heard someone say which i thought was a good one as well so share with us landon where you thought you'd got this winning idea this marketing kind of light bulb went off and you said this is it i'm gonna absolutely kill it crush it this is the thing that i once i put this in place it's going to work and I'm going to ride off to the hills and I never have to work again. Anything happen like that for you? Yeah, this is actually a pretty interesting story. And I, and I do have a lesson from this. This is good. So like I said, I, I first started doing having my big months in March of 2013. Well, in March of 2012, something interesting happened. At the time, I was actually blogging. I had been blogging from about December of 2011 to March of 2013 for about three or four months straight, was which was like the most consistent I'd ever been at anything ever. And again, this was like March of 2012, and I could be wrong on some of the dates. That was a couple of years ago, so some of you might know the exact dates and might know what I'm talking about here. And then what happened with blogging was Google released an update. And I can't remember if it was Panda or Penguin. It was one of these Google updates. And I was getting, at the time, about a 1,000 visitors a day from blogging, which was like my first success ever. I mean, it was straight struggle. And then all of a sudden, it was about 20 to 30 days. of I was getting 20, 30 leads a day. I'm getting a 1,000 visitors a day. Things were looking awesome. And then one day, Panda comes out, and in a day, like it wasn't like a slow decline. It was literally one day, a 1,000 visitors a day. The next day, 100. I went from getting about 15 leads a day to one to two leads a day. And it was like this first major success that I'd ever had. And all of a second, in an instant, it was just totally wiped out. 
and it was really crushing. And here's the mistake I made. I decided, well, this update happened. I was like, uh, I guess I can't do blogging anymore. I'm going to go do something else. And so I didn't end up having my first, you know, big months until about a year later. I was actually talking with someone a couple of months ago and the exact same thing happened to him where he was getting about a thousand visitors a day in March of 2012. The same update happened. Panda happens, crushes him out, right? Crushes him out. And, but instead of doing something else, he decided to figure out how to change his approach with blogging and get the traffic back. Today, he's getting 10,000 visitors a day. He's actually doing over $500,000 a year from blogging when I gave up and we were in the exact same situation a couple of years ago. And I, so I kind of take that principle with me everywhere to where if something happens, like take time to figure it out. You know what I mean? Like take time to be consistent mm-hmm. and to not just throw in the towel when the going gets tough. Now, I didn't quit on my business. Some people would have totally quit. Some people quit over the lamest stuff. You know, it's like they wake up and stub their toe. I guess I can't do business anymore. You know what I mean? Like I didn't quit, but I did quit blogging and I shouldn't have. So that's one big thing for me, Paul. That's a great lesson. And uh, yes, I think that, you know, if you look at yourself as a professional, as someone who's mastering your craft, when you get something like that, a big setback, you can almost look at it as, great, I was looking for that because it's going to now teach me a whole new skill set. It's going to help me refine my craft and my skills. So bring it on. Let's, let's go for it. So that's what your friend did. Fortunately, you found something else and you know it worked out for you. But yeah, a lot of people listening will have setbacks and as you said, Landon, they'll quit and it's just, it's a shame. They should just look at it as, can I, what can I learn from this? Or is it a lesson that I need to go in a different direction? But either way, still go for it. Okay, so right now, Landon, obviously the world isn't perfect. Even a guy with your experience, I'm sure you have some challenges or frustrations. What's the biggest marketing challenge you're currently facing? I think this is the biggest thing. And I don't think this is just a challenge I'm facing. Here, here's kind of what it is. So whenever you start experiencing success in your business, and some of you listening, you're already at a level where I'm at right now. Some of you are at a much higher level. Some of you are just getting started in your business. And once you start experiencing success in your business, like this whole new world opens up to you to where there's like people who want to work with you. There's like all of these projects you can do. You'll have this audience that you can create info products for, like you can launch businesses to. Like it's this, like a lot of people, you know, and, and it's kind of a shame because a lot of people in their life, they don't see opportunity anywhere. But once you start experiencing a little bit of success, it's like you start seeing opportunity everywhere. And why is that a challenge? Well, here's the challenge. The challenge is figuring out which of those opportunities to say yes to. I was actually reading a quote that Steve Jobs said. And Steve Jobs, which obviously founder of Apple, he said that what I'm most proud of, and this was maybe a few years before he passed away, he said, what I'm most proud of isn't what we did. It's what we decided not to do. And I think he said it was something like for every 100 good opportunities that came his way, he only said yes to one. And so it wasn't like 100 opportunities. It was 100 good opportunities. He only said yes to one. And so I think the biggest challenge to me right now is deciphering between what is the good opportunities that that you need to go for and what is going to slow you down. What is, I think that's my biggest challenge right now, brother. 
Okay, and, and I can definitely relate to that myself, no question. So one of the things I've learned from that is, and it's only just started to happen to me recently, where I have been able to say no to some opportunities. And it's very powerful. It's kind of cleansing. It's kind of like, wow, you know, okay, well, I, I did look at it. And I used to get nervous thinking, well, if I don't go for that one, I might miss out. But but now to be able to say, you know what, I, I found what I'm focusing on. And I appreciate that offer and, and all the best. And if there's any way I can help you with it, let me know. But I got my thing here and it, and it feels really good to be able to do that, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's, it puts you in control and it empowers you. And I think the biggest thing for me with this principle is whenever you're trying to decide, right, you have a bunch of good opportunities for you and you're trying to decipher which one of these do I go for? Which one of them do I not? I think it's important to look at the values that you have and the purpose that you want to bring. A lot of people, they filter everything through sort of one lens, which is like a money lens. And and I'm in a for-profit business, you know, money's important. And so don't get me wrong there. I want to make as much money as possible. You know what I mean? But a lot of people only look at it through this lens. And I think you need to look at things through, is this going to help me achieve my greater purpose in life? Here's an example of that. So I have a good friend who is trading Forex. And and some of you might be listening, you might know what Forex is. If not, it's not a big deal. It's like trading currencies. It's pretty complex. And he's making like $50,000 a month trading Forex, right? And you look at that and you're like, that's a pretty cool thing. And he offered to teach me and I could look into learning something like this, right? right? But whenever I looked at it, I saw that my gift is being able to communicate and speak on stages and impact lives through my information products, through my coaching. And so I turned down an opportunity where I could make as much money as I'm making now or more money to stay in line with my core values. Does that make sense, brother? It does. It makes a lot of sense. You know, some people want to do the Forex and sitting Starbucks and look at a screen and charts and whatever. That's great. And that's wonderful. All the best to them. But yeah, there's nothing better, Landon, than getting an email or a text or a Facebook message where someone reaches out and says, hey, you know, what you taught last night, I've already implemented it and it's starting to make a difference. Or I just read your book or that course I've done has just blown my mind, opened a whole new opportunity up for me. And I want to thank you. And, and that's worth much more than 50 grand a month, isn't it? Oh, like, you know, whenever I got started in the industry, one of the things I fell in love with was this idea of getting rich by helping others get rich, which was so unique to me because you look at like a corporate America model, and some of you might not be from America, but I'll use an American example since I'm here. You look at the corporate America model, which is predominantly based on stepping on others to get to where you want. And that's why you have, you know, the expression, it's lonely at the top. Well, it's only lonely at the top if you stepped on everyone else to get there. Um, And so it was this really unique way where I can help others and that would help me. And there's really nothing like the ability to take someone who's struggling in their lives and help them transform into something greater and helping people reach their potential. To me, there's nothing like it. And again, if you want to trade Forex and you want to do whatever you want, you got to find what's good for you. But I mean, 
mean, I can tell you that there's just nothing better than helping someone reach a higher level in their life, helping someone accomplish something that they didn't believe was possible. Nothing beats that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I remember getting a review from somebody who read my book and it was posted on Amazon and she also messaged me this story of how she discovered my book and read it and, and the change that it made to her and it, and it just, you know, rocked me to the core and not only was that amazing that it helped her so much but funnily enough when she posted that on Amazon boom the book sales went through the roof and I hit number two bestseller that weekend so nice you know as Zig Ziglar says you you can get whatever you want if you help enough people get what they want correct yep nice brother all right cool so okay so Lana at this stage in the episode I'm gonna pay a couple of bills is that okay that's fine with me brother all right here we go so if anybody out there listening to this episode and what a great episode jam-packed full of nuggets from Landon here If any of you spend time on the computer and end up shopping online, whether you're buying groceries from Target or you're on Bed Bath & Beyond or Sears or Nordstrom or or your favorite websites, if you do any shopping online and or if you book travel online, whether it's directly with the airlines or the hotels or you go through Expedia or Travelocity or Priceline, if you book car rentals, any of those things, if you love Groupon or Living Social or you want to do your taxes online or, or download a book from audible if you do any of that online and you don't use this website you're nuts because all you're doing is is giving these big companies your money and they're keeping it and you're missing out on an opportunity to get some of your very own money back so go to this website www.myownmoneyback.com www.myownmoneyback.com The website will open up for you. There's a green button in the middle. Hit that. Open up a free account and then go to your regular websites. Go to the Targets and the Expedias and the Nordstroms. Do your usual online shopping. And at the end of each transaction, guess what? You look in your account and some of your own money is coming back to you. It's mind-blowing. Once you've done this two or three times, you'll never shop online in any other way. It's the future. It's nuts. So make sure you go to myownmoneyback.com, open up a free account, have some fun with it, and at the end of each year, you'll be blown away by how much of your money is back in your own pocket. Okay, so let's go on to the next part of our interview here, Landon. I'm looking forward to this part. This is the six-pack round. And I always joke that when I played for the University of Illinois, I was in the men's soccer team. We won the national club championship the year I was there. And every single player, there's 25 in the roster, there was 24 Americans and one Brit, that was me. 24 out of 25 had six packs. For some reason, I I never got a six pack. (laughs) I have no idea what that was all about. So that's why in my podcast episode, once a week, I have a six pack. So here we go. So the best book you've ever read. Whew, that is like having a parent to choose between their favorite children. You know what I mean? Right. I think those of you listening read a lot. Like I have people ask me like, Landon, like, how do you like know all this stuff? It's like, you must be gifted. And it's like, I'm not gifted. I just read about 30 minutes a day, which if you'll do that, you can read about a book a week, which is 50 books a year. And you can drastically expand your knowledge and your potential and your skill sets. But I would probably put my best ever favorite 
favorite ever book is a book that I read a few months back called Third Circle Theory, which uh, I can't remember the author right now. You can find it on Amazon, I'm sure. And the book. We'll put it on the show notes, definitely. Perfect. Thank you so much, brother. It's a theory of these three stages of life where I don't want to give any of it away. I think you should just go out and read it. It'll help you find your purpose, it'll help you realize. And it's a business kind of book, so it's not like, you know, a woo wooey kind of soft book. It's, it's not like an Oprah. It, it's like a good business book. There's good business principles in it, but it helps you find your purpose and how to impact. Awesome book. All right. Just to let us have the title again for anybody driving or listening to this. It's a third circle theory. Okay, perfect. Yeah, we'll definitely have a link to that in the show notes. Thank you. I'm looking forward to that myself. Okay, number two, the best marketing tool you're currently using. I would say my favorite tool is an autoresponder, which I use GetResponse. I would say if you don't have an autoresponder, get an autoresponder. All of the money that I make is a direct correlation from the size of list that I generate on the internet, the amount of leads that I have. I would make no money. I would impact no people. I would do no good in my life if I didn't have a list and the tool that creates that list or that holds that list and allows me to communicate with them is an autoresponder. I use GetResponse. You can use AWeber, an autoresponder. Okay, perfect. And on the website, if you go to our website, howtomarketyouandyourbusiness.com, there's a link there to GetResponse and you click on that and you're going to get a free 30-day trial and a $30 credit to your account as well. So even better. Okay, Landon, so the best marketing advice you've ever received. Best marketing advice, I would say, number one, stay consistent. You know, it's the person who wins the race is the person who's most consistent. It's not about working hard one day and doing nothing the next. It's about putting in consistent effort every single day. I would say that's number one. I would say number two, I just got to stay on consistent. That's got to be the best advice because a lot of people think that their results are created by what they do, but your results aren't created by what you do. Your results are created by what you do daily. And so I use a habit tracker called Strides, which is an iPhone app or Android app. You can download it. It's free, I think, or maybe five bucks. And it's called Strides and it tracks your habits. So you can type in, read 30 minutes, listen to 30 minutes of audio, work on my business for three hours, whatever habits you're trying to create and create these habits, these success habits, and you can design whatever future you want. Nice. Okay. So again, we'll have a link to that as well. And it seems like almost every episode we end up referring to Jeff Olson's book, The Slight Edge. And, and, mm-hmm. and, and that's exactly what Landon just outlined there, The Slight Edge or Darren Hardy's book, The Compound Effect. It's not earth-shattering new rocket science we're revealing here. It's just the basics and, the, and there's so many resources out there to learn from. Okay, so we're all into marketing. The events we go to are wonderful. We always network and meet new people and learn new stuff. What would you say is the best marketing event you've ever attended? The best generic marketing event I've ever attended would be Yannick Silver's Underground. It could be called Underground Summit or Underground Event. It's something like that. It's his underground. You could Google his name, Yannick Silver Underground, and it'll come up. That is an awesome generic event, and I love going. I come from, again, a network marketing background. Some of you might think we're, you know, loony for being in network marketing or whatever, but I come from that background and I love going to network marketing events, even like the raw, raw stuff. A lot of people look down on that. They're like, I want the specific thingy, but the truth is 
like the belief is important. And it's not that like, I don't want to get too Oprah. I don't want people to think that like, if you believe that it's going to happen, that like the Ferrari is going to fall out of the sky and into, because that's not how it works. But like, if you don't believe it's going to happen, you aren't going to take the actions necessary because your success is based on the actions that you take. But if you don't believe, if you don't have this belief that by taking these actions, it's going to create this result, which is going to get me this awesome life. If you don't believe that, then the actions aren't going to happen. And so I like going to the rah-rah kind of events. Yeah, the good fun the, the, and the big challenge we have at the end of the rah-rah events is Monday morning comes along uh-huh. and life hits you and you just got to either have a plan or you're, you're back to square one. But you mentioned there about belief and one little note with that is if you believe it's not going to happen, you're absolutely right. You're 100% right. Yep. Yep. Love that. All right. So, question five of the six pack. Obviously, entrepreneur. The you know, I go in the coffee shop, and you know, they call them coffee shop millionaires. Or you mention people on the beach with a laptop. Whether that's real or not, I don't know. But what's the best part about what you do, Landon? You know, the the best part's got to just be the freedom. You know, which I think at the end of the day, that's why most of us become entrepreneurs. But like, you know, at the end of this month, I'm going to speak at an event, and I'm staying in New York, and I'm staying an extra week after. And then, you know, like last year, I went on like ten vacations, got to go to Dubai, got to go, you know, all over the world, you know, San Diego a few times. And it's like, I didn't have to beg a boss for the time off. I didn't have to, you know, do any of that stuff. I just sort of get to do what I want to do and having that freedom to where you're in control. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people have this belief that if you have a job, it's more secure. But the truth is at a job, there's one person paying you. I have hundreds of people paying me. So if one person stops, my income stays relatively the same. Whereas if your boss stops paying you at a job and so so I actually believe internet marketing and entrepreneurship is more secure. I think this is the most secure way to earn a living and you get the freedom to do what you want to do when you want to do it. And I think that's so liberating for people. Absolutely. That's perfect. That's perfect. Okay. So I have this next question because I have no idea what's going to come out and it's kind of an entertaining <laughs> question as well. And, and, uh, and it's also, you know, fun and, and some good things come out of it. So what is the craziest business idea you've ever had? That's a good question. I think I think one of the, you know, one of the not smart things that I did when I first got started on the internet. And this is kind of funny. So me and my buddy, so we were in MLM for a little while and we did all the friends and family stuff. That didn't work. So we got into straight affiliate marketing. So we went to like bestbuy.com, became an affiliate of Best Buy. We went to Amazon, became an affiliate. And then we set up this site called myelectech.com and we built everything from scratch and we had like all these computers on it. And our idea was like they would go to our site and click the buy button, but then go to Amazon. And, but like, so we built this site and we probably six months working on this wow. site and and it was the ugliest like you would not imagine an uglier site because you know back you know 2009 they didn't have all the fancy stuff they have now right. so we had to kind of build it on our own and then we didn't know how to market it or get traffic we're like wait a second like like I thought people would just go to their computer and type in myelectech.com <laughs> like why aren't why isn't anyone visiting? So we went to Google and it was like get traffic and we bought ten thousand visitors for ten dollars, wow. which just spam bot traffic right. and we we didn't know what we were doing and so that was probably the craziest like come on bro kind of stuff. You look back and you're like, What were we thinking? 
Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, that's the six pack. So thanks very much, Lana. Some great resources there and good stories. So anybody listening to the show today is, is clearly going to get a, a feeling that Landon knows his stuff. He's 24 years old. So already in that short time, he's come a long way and he's super successful and you can feel his energy and his enthusiasm and his motivation to reach out and help people. So Landon, let me turn it over to you. Tell people a little bit about how you can help them, how they can get a hold of you, how they can reach out to you. There you go. It's over to you. I help people with Facebook ads. So if you're thing is you need more traffic and more leads if you'd like to get more sales for your business and have more people buy from you. I absolutely believe Facebook ads are the best way to do it. To I have training on that. I have free training, I have paid training and teach you how to do that. If you like that, which I recommend, just reach out to me on Facebook. If you search for me, and I can give Paul the link to my exact Facebook account or you can search for me at just Landon Stewart, L-A-N-D O-N-S-T-E-W-A-R-T. And the profile picture is a picture of me speaking on stage at an event. Add me. I'd love to connect with you, hear your story, and hopefully I can impart some wisdom to you. All right. So there you go. That's simple. Just look up L-A-N-D-O-N-S-T-E-W-A-R-T. Good Scottish name there. Landon Stewart on Facebook. And again, just reach out to him. He's a cool guy. You already know that from this interview here. So in summary... It's wonderful to have somebody on the show that's having success and has also had setbacks and tried this and tried that and tried this and tried that and he's found his niche with Facebook and obviously he's the guy to go to so reach out to him, he'll help you and again at Landon I want to thank you for being on the show today, you've been a super help, I wish you all the best and I enjoy learning from you and working with you and everybody out there, I hope that helped. Okay, so there you have it. You now have work to do. Drop everything and implement at least one of the strategies you've heard. No, really. If you don't take action right away, it won't happen. Visit Paul's website at www.paulgwamsley.com for more free training and resources. And email him at paul at paulgwamsley.com with any questions or challenges.